This is Stash, and you're listening to the Business Bottom Line podcast coming to you from the jewel city of the mountains, Greenville, Tennessee. We're in the foothills of the Smokies talking business with people just like you who are responsible for the bottom line, sharing business tips to inspire, inform, and improve. Turn your bottom line from red to black. And our guest today is Mr. Lucas Swiggin. And we're going to get acquainted and find out who he is and what he does. So uh, tell us a, a formal introduction there, Mr. Lucas. I guess my name is Lucas Wiggin, and uh, I'm a general contractor here in Greene County and family-owned business, me and my father and my brother. And we build homes for a living. Okay. Uh, both uh, what we'd call custom as well as Custom, just, spec homes, yeah. you name it, we build it. What, what, whatever the person needs is what you do. Absolutely. That's yep. right. Well, good, good. Now, this is one of those silly questions I always ask. Are you an iPhone or an Android guy? iPhone. iPhone. Yep. Now, tell me why. Because my wife had one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason. <laughs> it's funny. You know, people either are one or the other. They rarely switch. Yeah, oh, no. You know, no. so anyway, that's a good reason to have yeah. one. Uh, so, so that leads us into the question. Tell us a little bit about your family. Well, I've got a beautiful wife, Candace. Uh, been married 10 years. Hmm. 10 years this year coming up, so. And we've got uh, two beautiful girls. We've got a three-year-old Oakley and a three-month-old Everly. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize you had one that young. Oh, yeah. So it's really busy at the house. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Uh, not sleeping all night yet, probably. No, she sleeps pretty Is much she? all through the night. She likes to cry during the day. but oh, Hey, that's acceptable. That's, that's acceptable. Night, nighttime's not too awful bad. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So tell me if you've got a favorite book you've read lately or... A book you've read in the past that's just one of your standout favorites. Are you a reader? I am a reader. Um, I don't do a lot of it. Um, I guess I tell you what's really been um, with me here lately, and I don't know if you know about it, and it's not necessarily a book, but it has a book with it. Okay. It's a TV series um, called The Chosen. Have you seen I've it? I've heard of it. I yeah. haven't seen it yet. It's a it's a TV series, multi-season series. I think there's going to be seven seasons on it or whatever, um, about the life of Jesus. Yeah, I, yeah. And I've, I've, it's I've got a Bible study book with it. Okay, that goes I didn't each, know that. goes with each uh, season that's come out. And uh, I lead a group at the church, yeah. at our church there. And uh, we've been doing that here for the past oh. six months, so we're... I've been we've been really diving into that and it's been it's really yeah. been awesome. So you you watch the like the episode. Yep, we we'll watch the episode and, and then, then we kind of go through the. It's yeah. uh, it's like a study book. Yeah, what it yeah. is that study goes guy. along with it, and you know, of course, yeah. then you got to read the Bible and all that sure. other stuff, and yeah. and you know, be, me being fairly young into it and all that and i'm kind of leading this group so i've got to do a lot of studying for it and all that so well yeah. you know what they say if you really want to learn you need to lead oh yeah and yeah. then when you Absolutely. get that responsibility you learn Absolutely. a lot more than you do just going to class yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's cool that's yeah. cool i, I, really I knew about that, that but i didn't know that there was like a study guide oh yeah 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 i yeah. think they've got the first and second season done we're we just finished at the church we just finished i've watched yeah both seasons so far they're getting ready to start filming okay. season three okay but uh the first and second season they've got books for it so that's great yeah it's uh it's going pretty I good bet it's we, interesting too it is it is i mean we're a pretty small church i mean 40 to 50 on mm -hmm. you know every sunday but we've got about 25 and they're wow and he ranges from 30 to 
80 that are oh, in gosh. the group. So it's been, and, it we're, and we're doing it all on Zoom. So oh, really? It's Sunday nights at 8 o'clock, and we get on Zoom there, and there's about 25 of us that get well, on Well, look there. at you. I'm yeah. telling you. I'll you're tell you you're more technology. Well, no, no. My uh, wife does all the technology. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Credit where credit's due. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, uh, kudos to Candace for, <laughs> yeah. for being there to, yeah, absolutely. to make that happen. Well, I, I know you have just tons of free time because you're telling me about your work and your family and church so yeah. do you have a hobby uh well i do now i don't get to do as much as i want to i like to hunt okay i, I like to hunt and uh bears deer deer mostly okay. deer um okay. every once in a while turkey and stuff like that okay. but i really um sugaring we make maple syrup out there on the farm oh you do and that's something have to do every year and that's okay. usually for us down here because it's yeah. not the temperature is a little different than right. what it is up north there. But uh, for us down here, you know, middle of January to middle of February is about the time That's when frame. you do it. And it's, uh, we oh, like to take neat. a few weeks I... off from work, and we just, you know, there's a lot of work involved in it, but uh, really love to do that. Family gets all together. Well, we that's all that's that. amazing. Yeah. I did not know there was anybody in Greene County that made maple syrup. Just so us. now, do you, do you make <laughs> enough to sell, or is it just we for do. family? We do. Uh, we used to. We started selling a few last year, a few Half okay. pints and pints and stuff okay. like that, just to some friends that were wanting to buy it. And stuff yeah, you like got to put my name on one. I'll pay whatever oh, yeah. the price yeah. is. Yeah, I'll put yeah. you some. Okay, yep. that's yeah. good. Well, now look at that. I found out something new I didn't know. <laughs> so let me let me ask you an extension of that this way: If money wasn't an object and you had all the time you need, what would you spend your time doing? I'd probably doing the sugaring. I'd, you'd, you'd be I'd, doing I'd, the yeah. I'd labor. really like to expand that. We've you know we've kind of expanded on it. You know we're just small we've only yeah. got 100 acres out there about 400 taps 400 trees that we tap you uh -huh. know we could we could really do a lot more with it but it can get quite expensive yeah. you know and then it takes a lot of time too yeah. i mean it's just yeah. a lot of time consuming yeah you i'll could, have to get out there sometime and see yeah, your facility yeah. when you're getting the thick of that i'd yeah, like to get yeah, to I'll see how to, you do that yeah you'll have to come out and take a Take yeah. a look. Well, I think have we're to gonna, bring Nikki. Let her make yeah. pictures. And well, I think we're going to actually try to get some of the schools involved and have like field trips coming out and oh. watching us do that and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, we built a kind of what we call a sugar shack out there yeah. where we, it's kind of pretty much a barn, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, we do it and all that in there. So it's that it's is pretty, really cool. Yeah, it's really pretty cool. nice. Well, let's talk a little bit about what it's like being you, being Lucas. So. Uh, how did you get in the business and, and kind of tell us what a day in your life looks like? Give let's us some see. insight. Well, let's, we started building, let's see, what year is it? 2021. We started building probably, building homes. We probably started 15, 16 years ago, I guess. And uh, before that, um, we sheetrocked. Okay. Uh, Dad sheetrocked for... 35 plus years before oh, we started building okay so he's been in the building trade a long yeah. time so and he had me you know picking up scrap and taping and stuff like yeah. that when all just the fun soon, stuff. yeah just as soon as i could walk he had me on a job site <laughs> doing something you know so we've been kind of in the construction business for a long time since yeah. I, you know since i was a kid so okay so you literally grown up in yeah it. yeah and i graduated i graduated from Tuscum College, well, it's university now, yeah, but uh, yeah. I graduated there in 2004, and I told them, I was like, make a decision. Either we're going to start building houses and, you know, start moving up a little bit here, or 
I'm gonna go off and be the be in the FBI. That's what I was planning on <laughs> really? doing at the time. But wow! I cut, so I gave him my ultimatum. Toward that, the FBI. Yeah. I don't know. I just you know, I always liked. You always see you know the crime shows and stuff like that. Yeah. You see the FBI agents, CIA agents, and okay. stuff like that. And I just always did. Well, we like watching that on TV. You know, it's interesting. And that's I, for sure. you know, I studied psychology and stuff like that okay. in school and stuff. And it's just so, so. What was your degree in that? Psychology. Psychology. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I always said I didn't finish my degree in college, but the best class I ever took was psychology. Oh yeah. Because it just relates to whatever you're doing oh, yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah, they, they say, you know, if you're going into psychology, you're the one that's got the most problems, really. <laughs> well, I don't know what that says about me now, Lucas. Well, I'm not I don't sure. know. I finished my degree in it, so. <laughs> well, Nikki is getting close to her degree. She graduates in May from yep. Classical well, University. That's good. So, yeah. uh, I don't know how much psychology she's took. She's kind of been on the, the business end of it, but yep. uh, she's. Absolutely. Uh, She's uh, uh, quite immersed in it. Let me say say that. Yeah. Uh, so so kind of tell us what a what a day for you looks like. I know it's not the same every day. But no, no. What does a day same. look like? <clears throat> a in your day. World? Let's see. A yeah. typical day. Uh, I get up uh, probably around four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Um, help the wife get the kids ready for school. Um, they go to daycare. She teaches okay. at Tuscan View over here. Okay. And uh, then it's off to Lowe's. Because <laughs> that's what we have here. <laughs> so I'm usually at Lowe's, you know, about 6.30 in the morning, right after they open up, and then getting what I'm needing for the day, and then onto the job. And it could be anything from we were painting today to laying tile yesterday. So it's, you know, a little bit of everything. Just You, you literally do ground up, right? Yep, yep, so everything. whatever's happening yep. on a given day, you're involved in it. Oh, yeah. yeah and, we're, uh, we're there every day, so. So Whatever's it's mostly just just family now. Do they work for you? Well, we it depends on what we're doing. Um, on a custom build, I'm more of the owner operator. Okay. At that point. When it comes to the spec building and stuff like that, a lot of that stuff we do through dad. Okay. Um, so it's more me working for dad at that point with the spec building. Okay. Custom building, everybody's kind of working for it's, dad. It, I just ask it that way on purpose yeah. because when it's family, I'm not sure you always know who's working for who. <laughs> no, not usually. <laughs> with You know, that. Dad and Dad and I, you know, between the two of us, you know, we kind of run things back mm -hmm. and forth. Uh, Travis, my brother, there, he's he's more of the the laborer. He's okay. he's there just to kind. He's of, the get it done guy. Yeah, he's he's the current guy. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell him you said that, Lucas. Yeah, yeah. We no, we won't tell him. We'll, let him we'll keep that a secret. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's what's the biggest challenge that you face in your work? Because We've had a couple of strange years. Oh, yeah. And lots of things are different, we can say, than they yeah. were. But so what's the biggest challenge that you're facing I, right now? Well, there's probably there's probably a couple of them that are at the top of the list. I'd say the one with everything since everything's gone on with COVID and all that, um, is getting materials right now. Mm. Um materials are just hard to come by. Um and if you can get them, it's usually delaying you somehow or another. Mm on the job can't get them on time no no um so that's probably one of the biggest things another big thing that really hurts the industry is a lot of the subcontractors and stuff like that we don't we don't have employees so we're not really worried about that but with our subs 
they have a hard time finding people to work mm. at this point. Yeah. You just can't get anybody can't that get wants enough, to work. Enough employees no. to do So the they're you know, they're always always looking for somebody new, you know. And we use the same subs on every house and have been for, you know, hundred plus houses we've built. Yeah, so so they're tried and true and you, yeah. you've got yeah. trust built yeah. up and that's a yeah. big deal. Yeah, it? so you yeah, that means that means everything in the world mm-hmm. in this business it does. So you, if you're going out and hiring a different electrician, you know, each house you build, you're never going to get somebody that's going to show up when you want them to yeah. or anything like that. So. Yeah, and your name's on the line. Yeah, absolutely. Not theirs, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that's that's pretty important. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say, you know, between those two things, it makes it kind of, you know, trying sometimes yeah, to yeah. get what you need. And yeah, it, it is hard. And get it done when you And get, get it, it done when the <laughs> yeah. person wants it done. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you had to say how what you do helps others, how how do you translate that for yourself? Because I know you're a uh, you got a servant heart type attitude toward life, but take that and and explain how you process that for your business. Well, I think you get a lot of people that just don't know anything about the construction industry. Period, and when you have people coming in wanting a home built you know they see pictures of on home and garden and stuff yeah. like that and be like they can't they can't really transfer that into you know what it's going to look like you know in a home or something like that of their own so a lot of times you know designs aspects you know it takes somebody that's been in the business for a long time um to be able to you know portray that to people and okay. you know yeah, it it's, it's like you have to translate what yeah. they see in their mind oh, yeah. to a workable plan. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I think a lot of times, you know, that's a lot more helpful to people than anything, really. It's mm. just, you know, getting down on paper what they have in their head. Yeah. Do you sometimes find out you can't get what they have in their head on paper and yeah. it has to be changed? Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of times the, they, they, like, on if you're watching these TV shows and stuff like that. And they see this, you know, magnificent fireplace or something like mm. that. And they think, well, we can get this done. And then budgeting comes in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's cut back a little bit here or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that may affect the bottom line. Yeah, You know, you, you yeah. get on these TV shows and you see a hundred thousand dollar fireplace and most people can't afford that. Right. Right. <laughs> we were talking about that today. Another one of my, team members has recently bought a house and we were talking about the expectations of people today oh, yeah. and, and the cost <clears throat> of construction, uh, a, a bathroom versus a designer bathroom <laughs> is completely yeah. different. Yeah, you know? They're not even in the same ballpark. Yeah, But you, you put a couple of those and a designer kitchen in the house and you've inflated it $50,000. Oh so. yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe just the kitchen. 50, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, know? absolutely. So it's changed the, the value of a home mm-hmm. and sometimes the square footage doesn't necessarily reflect that. No, it doesn't. Yeah, because no, we were I looking mean, at could, one that you could go into a, a kitchen easily spend fifty to sixty thousand dollars, and you know, hard, you can't hardly justify it with mm-hmm. the, you know the square footage on yeah, house. Yeah, depending yeah. on the, the house size and of the house. That's just some of the things that's different. I know oh, yeah. the cost per square foot. What mm-hmm. used to be normal is like forget that. It's yeah. completely different now. Can't even touch it now. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's very different. And it makes a, a value, valuing homes, especially older homes. Sometimes we'll have uh, that we're working on for oh, a yeah. client. And then we start talking about the replacement cost yep. 
And it's so different than the oh, value, the existing depreciated value of the yeah, home. Exactly. And people go, my house can't be worth that much. Yeah. No, but that's what it would take what if you had to the, build it in oh, today's yeah, absolutely. materials. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's shocking yeah. sometimes. Yeah, and just in the past year here, that's changed, you know, month by month yes. so much. So, yes, you know, because materials, are, oh, yeah. the cost yeah, has gone so just, high. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it is. We're, it's just a, it's a paradigm shift, yeah. especially in the construction world. There's yeah. in other places too. Oh yeah. And you're talking about materials. I went to buy my wife Ritz crackers this week, and I got the last three boxes I had, and there was eight feet of shelf empty in the store. <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah. What is going on? I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Everything's just, affected yeah, it's by it. It's just, it's just everything. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So, uh, lots of changes in the last couple of years, and I'm sure from the time you started in the business, a lot of things are different. Oh, yeah. uh, even tools are different. Absolutely. Well, what What do you see unfolding in in the construction industry, the building world, over the next five years? What What do you see happening? Well, just the way you view it, from where I, you are. You know, of course, being in the business, you want it to stay great forever. You know, but it's sure. just you know, it's not feasible. You know, I really think, you know, in our little part of the world here in Greene County here, I think, you know, we tend to fare a lot better than a lot of the other parts mm-hmm. of the country. And I, I really feel like, you know, next five, ten years, you're going to see a big slowdown in the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll take a little while for it to happen here. It's not, you know, like a light switch. It doesn't just yeah. happen here. It seems like we... We tend to follow, but we take a few years to catch mm-hmm. up. We're a little that's bit, true. we're a little slower. Right we're here. a little slow, but that's a good thing. In <laughs> yeah, my absolutely, book. absolutely. No, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, it it's just like everything else. You know, when everything's just got to catch up, and yeah. I things need to reset a little bit. I think everything's kind of skyrocketed here lately. Kind of been on fire. Oh yeah, it has, and I mean, it's been great for the industry. Yeah, but. You know, things just got to, at some point, they have to reset. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. a matter of time. Yeah, hopefully it won't be too painful. When no, I, I hope not. I hope yeah. not. Yeah. Well, one of the things we always try to do is to give uh, other people listening that are either in business or starting a business uh, a bottom line tip, something that helps in their business. So you got to give me, sift it all down, <laughs> what's Lucas's bottom line tip for whoever's listening? Oh, that's it. That's, that's a good question. Um, bottom line tip. I would say the best thing I could tell somebody just getting into the business is to, well, this is going to reflect more probably on the personal life, is to uh, keep the business and the home life separate, if you can. It's hard to do in our in our business. It's hard to. Because you're all the time doing something. If you're not, you know, working on the job, you're quoting out for mm-hmm. another job or something like that. But that's probably the biggest part I've, or the hardest thing I've had to do is to separate. You know, when I get home, I've got to shut off the whole, this is the job, time for the family time. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. that's that's probably been the hardest part for me anyways. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I, that's a good tip because sometimes people can forget that. Because uh, we don't, uh, as the old cliche that I've heard, uh, we don't live to work. We work to live. Yep. And if you lose track of that, yeah. even the work will suffer. Absolutely. Then. Yeah, Absolutely. that's true. That's, that's yeah. a good tip. That's a good tip. 
Well, that's a wrap for today's Business Bottom Line podcast. Take that tip and make your bottom line turn from red to black. And we'll see you back here next week.